what's necessary? Being full of God. Amen? Being full of his goodness, being full of his love, being full of his grace, being full of his mercy, being full of all the things, all the things that are God, so that way you can be fruitful for the kingdom. Amen? Say, I want to be full of it. Say, I want to be full of it. I made you say you'd be full of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. All right. Say, I want to be full of it. Say it again. Why? You said, why? Say, I want to be full of it. That's right. I want to be full of it. I want to be full of God. I want to be full of the things of God. I want to be full of his goodness. I want to be full of his grace. I want to be full of his love. I want to be full of all the things that he is. Amen? Just me up here? No, not Annalise. Yeah. All right. So we're going to start over here in the book of Luke, chapter 6, starting in verse 43. It says, a good tree can't produce bad fruit. And a bad tree can't produce good fruit. A tree is identified by its fruit. Figs are never gathered from their, or sorry, figs are never gathered from thorn bushes and grapes are never picked from bramble bushes. A good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart. Things from the treasury of an evil heart. What you say flows from what is in your heart. Say, I want to be full of it. I want to be full of the things of God. So that way the things of God flow from me. Amen. We're talking about being full of God, talking about being full of the things of God so that we can be effective in this kingdom. Let's pray and get our hearts ready. Father God, we just thank you so much for what you're doing in this place tonight, Lord. I just thank you that you encourage us, that you inspire us through your word tonight to take these steps, to take this word seriously so that we can apply it to our life and be more effective in this kingdom. Help us, Lord, identify the things in our life that we are filling ourselves with so that way we can be more aware of it so we can get it out of ourselves to be more full of you. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I see you guys all looking over here like, what has he got going on over there? I've got some, what did you think this was? That is not sand, my friend. That is not my, that, I, don't know, I, don't even, I don't even know how to begin to tell you what it is. All I know is that I put a lot of stuff in here I don't, even, I, I don't even know where to begin. All I can tell you is that the base is Diet Coke. <laughs> Everything else, I just grabbed whatever else is in that fridge, and I just started shoving stuff all up in here. Yeah. 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 And so uh, one, one thing that I feel like we, we as believers got to get, so it talks about how whatever uh, a good tree produces good fruit, right? Right. And a bad tree produces bad fruit, Right. So a good tree has everything that it needs within itself to produce said good fruit. True? So an apple has all it needs to produce more apples, right? Because it's got seeds in it, and eventually, hopefully, that seed becomes an apple tree, which will then produce more apples, which produce more seeds, and therefore you have more and more apples. Amen? So we as believers, we've got to get good about filling ourselves with the things that's necessary so that we, we can be fruitful children of the Most High. We're supposed to be fruitful in this kingdom so that we can be loving and caring and kind. You know, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about being salt. We talked about being light. We need to be full of his goodness. We need to be full of his grace, full of his mercy, full of his words, so that way we can overflow into the world around us. 
So these little vessels right here are supposed to represent us as people, you know, believers. And, you know, I should have opened that ahead of time, but I didn't because, you know, it happens. So as believers, when we interact and engage with God, he pours into us and therefore we have his goodness. We're hanging out with him. We're hanging out. We're going to church. We're reading our Bible. We're getting the word. We're worshiping him. We're hanging out with him. And this is what it looks like. This is what it looks like for us to be filled with him. But sometimes, uh, you know, maybe if we're not really careful or if we're not very cognizant of it, we, we, we tend to think that maybe we can just have a little bit, you know, just, just some of God and that's fine, but I can still have my other stuff. You know, I can still have my, own, my normal vices. Like when I need an escape, I can, I can go into TikTok. <laughs> I can go into social media. Oh, don't smell it. <laughs> Sometimes when we don't know what to do, like in a situation or maybe there's people in our lives and, and, and maybe they're being like kind of mean to us. They're kind of being a bit of a jerk and we really want to react out of our flesh. We really want to just like, oh, gosh, they're just so annoying and they're so irritating and I just, oh, I can't stand them. And sometimes if we're not careful, we don't fill ourselves up with more of him and we just meditate on it. We meditate on our own understanding and we start to just get angry and pissed off and just, ah, oh, and then we just overflow onto other people and, ugh. I did not think this through because now there's just all this here. And so, yeah, maybe in some situations, this mustard that's in here is kind of good. And, and maybe this, this, this Diet Coke can be good. And maybe some of that Thousand Island dressing that I put in here could be good. Maybe some of that expired milk could have been good, you know, at some point in time. But, but we, 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 we took it in a way that we were like, this is supposed to fulfill me. This is how I'm supposed to react because this is how the world reacts. They respond out of their own mind. They respond out of the Google searches. They respond out of what their friends say that they should believe. They respond out of what society says is right and what society says is wrong. And so if we respond in the same way, we are doing the exact same thing and we're just filling ourselves up with more of what the world says is good and awesome and fulfilling. And then we just pour it out onto other people. I'm not gonna drink this. Are you kidding me? Disgusting. I would never, ever. But really what we should be doing, what we should be doing, what we should be doing is filling ourselves with so much of God, so much of his word, so much of his goodness, so much of his glory that it starts to spill out onto others that are around us, so much of his love that they start to notice good fruit about us. See, this is nasty. This is gross. If I react in such a way that causes you to be mad or irritated or grossed out or offended, that means I'm acting out of myself rather than my God-given spirit. My, my righteous position that he's given me, I'm not responding out of that because I haven't been spending time with him. We have to spend more time with God so that way we can overflow onto other people. Look at that. I just barely had enough to finish that out. Look at that. It's just, whoop, it's just kind of overflowing a little bit. Whoa. It's actually kind of cool. It's actually, no, it's pretty cool, bro. I mean, there's like, there's like a good centimeter. It's just like, it's not even touching the glass. Like it's just floating right there. 
See, look at that. When something comes against us, what comes out of me? God. That's how it should be. When something, when something comes against you, God. Oh, am I? <laughs> Little do you know, my friend, that's the next part of the sermon. You're going to clean all this up. <laughs> so do you guys understand? You guys understand what I'm trying to say here is when, 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 the, when something happens to us, the way that we respond, people are going to take notice how we respond. People are going to take notice what comes out of us, how we talk, how we act, how we walk, how we treat one another. What we believe in and what we say we believe in is noticed by people. And not only is it noticed, sometimes it's felt by people. I saw a lot of you guys start cringing as soon as this started toppling over. As soon as this got even somewhat near this front row, I could see the nausea hit all of you. Because that's what it's like. When, when, when we respond out of ourself, when we respond out of our flesh, when we respond out of our mind and not from our spirit, not from what God has told us to do, not from his word, not from him, sometimes we end up hurting people. Sometimes we really end up getting a bad taste in people's mouths, especially if we say that we're Christians, if we say that we're believers. If I'm sitting here telling you that I'm an apple tree, but every time you come and hang out with me, I throw a plum at you, you're gonna be like, bro, I didn't ask for a plum. I wanted an apple. And I'm like, I'm a plum tree. I just pretend to be an apple sometimes. That is not who we're supposed to be. We're supposed to be spirit trees. We're supposed to be God trees with fruit of love. Amen? Over here in, the, in Proverbs 4, 23, it says, guard your heart with diligence, for from it flow springs of life. Man, I, when I read this verse over the day, I got this image in my mind of like security guards like standing at the door of your heart and they're just like super big and bulky and they're just like, like two, can you just imagine two, two Nicks, like our youth leader Nick, just two Nicks like standing at the door, just like, do you have any, what's your business? Are you on the list? Are you allowed to be in this vessel? Are you, so they, basically he, that as us as believers, we have to take this word. We have to take his, his, his time with him, what he's taught us. We have to analyze these things as they try to attach ourselves to them. As they try to attach themselves to us, we have to say, you know what? No. This does not belong in my vessel. I am not supposed to react this way. I am not supposed to indulge in this behavior. I'm not supposed to be with that type of person because they make me react in such a way. We have to guard our heart because it flows from, 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 from it flows springs of life. If you want a good life, if you want a fruitful life, we got to guard our heart. Amen. Over here in Proverbs 27, 19, it says, as a face is reflected in water, so the heart reflects the real person. Why would you take that? I'm just kidding. No, you're good. I can tell a lot about you by the fruit that you produce. I can tell a lot about you by the way you react when people talk to you. I can tell a lot about you. I know what's in your heart. How are you responding? Because the way you respond is what you believe in your heart. See, if you respond out of anger, if you respond out of frustration, if you respond out of fear, then maybe you believe that's how you're supposed to respond. But 
if you respond with love, if you respond with patience, if you respond with gentleness, if you respond with kindness, I can see what's in your heart. We got to be full of the things that God wants for our life so that way we can be fruitful as we enter the world, so that way they can partake of this goodness. Over in Matthew 12, 33 through 37, it's a similar passage as what we read at the beginning of the service. It says, a tree is identified by its fruit. If a tree is good, its fruit will be good. If a tree is bad, its fruit will be bad. You brood of snakes. This is Jesus talking to some Pharisees right now. He said, how could evil men like you speak a good and speak of what is good and right? For whatever is in your heart determines what you say. A good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart, and an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. And I tell you this, you must give an account on judgment day for every idle word you speak. The words you say will either acquit you or condemn you. That's some pretty heavy stuff right there that Jesus was saying. He said, you must give an account on judgment day for every idle word you speak. When I hear of the word like idle word, I think of like the subconscious, like the, the reactionary word that you speak. Like, like you didn't have time to think about it. You didn't have time to process it. Like when I said, what's your favorite color? Go. He said blue immediately. What are you afraid of? Go! I'm just going to, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. <laughs> but it's like immediate things right there. You don't have time to think about it. So what, what, whatever comes out of your heart is exactly what you believe. Ian loves the color blue because that was his immediate response. Blue is in his heart. Ian's got a blue heart. I don't know what that means, but you got a blue one. I like it. I'm with it. Actually, I believe that blood's actually blue while it's still in the body. So maybe your heart is kind of blue. I don't know. That's kind of irrelevant. That doesn't really matter. But one of the things that I really thought about is a couple weeks ago when we were talking about salt and light, you know, it talks about how Matthew 5, 14, that you are the light of the world, right? You're meant to lead people to him. You're supposed to shine a light and people see you and they're drawn to you. And so when they're drawn to you, they're actually drawn to Jesus. And one of the things that, that I've really tried to wrap my brain around to help me understand that verse better, or at least grapple with it better to where I can live it out better, is you're either leading someone to Jesus or not at all. Now, you're either going to lead them to them, or there's actually another option. You're either going to lead them away from Jesus altogether, or you just won't lead them to him. And a lot of times, it's not about you getting in their face and being like, John 3.16 says this, for God so loved the world, he died for you. Because they don't care about that right now. They're unbelievers. They don't know what the word says. But what they do know is how you are going to react. What kind of fruit are you producing? What are you pouring out of your vessel? When you get poked, does a bear come out? (laughs) Or does a God child come out? Do you respond out of your flesh or do you respond out of your spirit? Over here in Galatians 5, verse 19, it says, when you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality. Do you guys want me to define that for you? Do you know what sexual immorality is? 
you don't want to know? Impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, other sins like these. Let me tell you this, as I've said before, anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. The Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. Again, that's pretty harsh language when he talks about all the, the sinful desires, all the sinful things. And the reason he says that is because I believe what he's trying to communicate here is that if you are still living your life in such a way where that it is producing this kind of result when you are around people or when you're engaging with the community, when you go at school and you get like frustrated or irritated, or maybe you do, you find yourself in a situation where you're tempted and you give into that temptation. And so some of this stuff starts flowing out of you. People start to notice that. And they start to question, does this guy really believe what he says he believes? Does that girl really mean that she loves Jesus? Because it don't look like she loves Jesus the way she's been acting like that. The way she talked to me just now, dang, that girl, she danced with the devil. I don't know if she actually does. You know, that's just, you know, I don't know. But when we are in this world, it's so very important that we are aware of the fruit that we're producing that we get with God and we say, I don't, I don't want to live out of this. I don't want to live out of, out of this flesh. I want to live and respond out of the Holy Spirit. And so what do we do if we find ourselves with this kind of fruit? What do we do if we find ourselves and we see ourselves like, oh my gosh, I've been throwing out all kinds of negativity. I've been throwing out all kinds of mess. No one really likes to be around me and I can see why? Over here in the book of James 4, 8, it says, come close to God. He'll come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, for your loyalty is divided between God and the world. God wants you to no longer have divided loyalty. God doesn't want to be in a box, like we talked about last week, where sometimes you, you go and you open the box and you say, man, I'm really having a hard time. God, help me out with that one. Amen. And you put them back in the box and you put them in the closet. And then maybe a week or two later, you're like, oh man, I messed up again. God, let me, let me open up this box again. Let me see what's going on. But what God is saying is like, I want to be close to you. I want to be with you so that way I can teach you. Just like it talks about in Matthew 11, I believe it's 28 through 30, you know, it says, come to me, all of you who are, are weary and heavy laden, for I'll give you rest. Let me teach you because I, I'm gentle at heart and, and, and this burden that I have is easy to bear. He wants you to come to him so that you can be near to him. 
You guys ever have a friend that like you hang out with a lot and like you kind of act like each other a little bit? Like you guys kind of like inside jokes and maybe you guys kind of like you talk a certain way when you're with that friend because it's like your best bud. You know what I mean? You guys got like your own little code. You guys have your own way you hang out with each other. No one really quite understands the relationship you two have together because they're not you guys. Is it just me? Anyone else have a friend like that where you got like a really good friend where like as soon as you get with them, you're just like, oh my gosh, we're here together. The dynamic duo again. We're like, woo! That's what God wants to be. God wants to be in this dynamic duo with you to when you're hanging out with him, when you're with him, he is rubbing off onto you. Where his spirit starts to minister to you and show you that, hey, this is not a fruit of love in your life. The fruit you are producing is actually kind of hurting yourself and it might even be hurting other people. God wants you to be a good tree. He wants you to produce good fruit. And he wants you to be full of him so that way you can produce the good fruit. Over here in 1 John 1, 9, it says, if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all of this wickedness. Now, if I really wanted to, and I'm not going to because I knew that this would just cause a huge mess, more so than I've already, whatever happened here, I, I, I went rogue, guys. This was not planned. I just got really excited. I apologize. Um, well, not really. I had a good time. <laughs> uh, but if I really wanted to, and I got a lot of water, and I got like a ton of water, and I just started dumping water into this vessel right here. It might take some time. It might take some work. It might take a lot of water. It might take some persistence of me coming back. I might even have to go get more water because I've run out. But God is saying, if you continually fill your vessel with me, if you continually fill, him, fill yourself with my word, if you fellowship with me, if you confess your sins to me, if you ask to be filled by the Spirit, if you ask to be baptized by the Spirit, if you ask to be uh, led by the Spirit, and all that you do, you eventually will find yourself seeing less and less and less of bad fruit in your life, and you'll start to see good fruit. You know, we had a, a, a marriage dinner uh, last night for Valentine's Day here at the church, and uh, the, the, the minister that was speaking, uh, Kenneth, he's next door, uh, but one of the things that he said that I thought was interesting, and like in my mind, like it, it, I knew it, but like when he said it, he's like, a good tree can produce good fruit, but it still has to grow. I don't remember exactly how he said it. I feel like he said it in such a better way, but essentially like it might take time to see the results of this fruit, to see the manifestation of the fruit, but you have everything within you. When you're with God and you're full of him, you have everything within you to produce good fruit. Amen? Draw close to him. Be close to him. Fellowship with him. Read your Bible. Talk to God. Be open with him. Be real with him. Break your heart with him. And he's so good. And he's so merciful. And he's so kind. And, he, and like we talked about, he's gentle. There's nothing that you can say or do that will make him be like, you're not worthy of receiving me anymore. Because what Jesus did for you on the cross, you know, John 15 says, you're already clean because of the word that I've spoken of you. It's more of just a shift in our mind 
a shift of perspective to say, I don't identify with my old self anymore. I don't identify with my corrupted nature like it talks about in Ephesians 4, but I identify with my new created nature. I identify as the good tree that God made me to be. See yourself as a good tree. Say, I'm full of it. I'm full of him. I'm full of his love. I'm full of his goodness. I produce good fruit. Amen. I want to pray for you guys real fast. Father God, we just thank you so much for what you're doing in this place, Lord. We just thank you for every single person in this room tonight. I thank you as they're in this place, Lord, that they're finding themselves at a decision to have more of you or keep the level the same. God, I pray that each and every single one of them, Lord, is is bold enough and courageous enough to to make that step, to make that decision, to, to have more of you in their life so that way they can have more good fruit for themselves, but also for the people that they interact with. Help us be cognizant of the way that we treat people, the way that we interact with one another. Help us to recognize any bad fruit that we might be producing so we can go ahead and cut it off. Thank you for shining light on that for us tonight, Lord. Thank you for it, God. Praise you for it. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.